0: let's move beyond your comfort zone and into your genius zone, because it's time to tap into the higher wisdom within you, your higher genius. I'm your host, Christy Turley, author of the book, The Intuition-Led Business, serial entrepreneur, and intuitive intelligence expert. Imagine the possibilities when you can make better decisions and create practical and sustainable solutions using the power of your intuition, your higher genius. This is the Higher Genius Podcast. Today, we're going to be speaking about the eight principles for creating a new product, service or message or rejuvenating a flat one. So as you may know, I help my clients get to the point quickly in a world where speed is the new currency and disruption is the catalyst for reinvention. And I really love helping my clients to uncover their hidden brilliance, so that their message shines even brighter than before, and helps them to create even higher profits, meaningful impact, increased visibility, and happier employees, which then makes happier customers. So, what we're going to be talking about today—it's um, very multifaceted. In fact, um, when it comes to creation and creating a new product, service, or message, there's a lot of pitfalls that um, entrepreneurs come up against. And one of these pitfalls is approaching product creation and skipping to the last three steps. You see, it's like an iceberg. An iceberg is an object that we can see above the water And it's rather massive above the water, but below the water, below the surface, it's even larger. So what can happen is you can skip to the, the last three steps that we'll talk about. And just because that's all, you know, you don't realize that there's all this other, these other ingredients that go into creation. The other thing that the other pitfall is that a lot of entrepreneurs might not consider themselves creative. So whether you're creative or not, or consider yourself creative is besides the point, because we all have a, a creative life force. We're all born with you know, this natural wonder and natural curiosity and natural creative abilities. And I really believe that as we grow up, we start to lose them. We really start to diminish them. And that could be through conditioning, you know, people telling us that, you know, some idea we had was stupid (laughs) or that maybe we should, you know, keep our mouth shut. And we start to diminish that creativity. So, I first of all would love to encourage you to reclaim your creativity, and uh, there's actually another episode that I did with Robert Bell about that very subject. So that might be a, another good episode to review of the Mind Muse podcast. And uh, anyway, let's let's get on with this. So, yeah, remember this as an iceberg. So I'm gonna, the first five steps, five principles that I'll go through are what's beneath the surface. This is what most people skip past and, uh, to their detriment. Uh, they end up creating a product that is not that exciting, that falls flat. Uh, and this is, is precisely why, why? Because they don't, uh, realize that there's so much else that goes into product and message creation um, before you even get to the steps that people love, uh, love to get to. So again, underscoring that we are all creators. We all are creative. And to that end, I've created an acronym that is uh, the eight principles to the acronym of creators. So we'll go through each letter and we'll start with, of course, uh, C. But before we get into that, I would like to express to you that there are certain things that I do and I encourage my clients to do before even sitting down to start this process, and that is to create a container for creation. So what does that mean? It means that uh, you've got to create some sacred, non-negotiable time and dedicate that towards this. So that means no distractions, no bells, no notifications, no cell phone lock screen lighting up. In fact, put all of your electronics in another room. I want you to go to a totally different room away from your computer, possibly a totally different location. If, if, you know, you, Can work it, but you don't have to. So, adjacent to my own office, I have what I call my lab. This is my laboratory. No electronics in there. There's a whiteboard. I have markers. I have uh, white paper. Um, I do have some construction paper. I also have index cards. Uh, I have many tools that I use so that I can really have this, cre- you know, creative container. The other thing is I like to put on light music. So non-lyrical, so you don't have words coming at you, uh, nothing distracting. I actually really love, uh, meditative type music for creation. So something, uh, you could also look into is binaural beats, uh, you know, plugging into some headphones and, and, uh, learning a little bit about solfeggio frequencies, uh, this can actually create new brain waves or not new brain waves. It can, uh, it can get your brain working on a certain frequency that is prime for creation. And that is the alpha wave. So, uh, look into that. Um, I can also put some links in the show notes of some of my favorite, music to help you create. The other thing is I love stimulating like my, my sense of smell and you know, the sense of hearing. So i talked about music. Now the sense of smell, I love to diffuse essential oils. So, uh, you know, if you're into that, pick something and, uh, create that container. You can also light a candle. So um, just set the mood for creativity. Again, go into another room without any electronics, uh, any devices or iPads or iPhones, or if you use uh, another platform, you know what I mean? So put in another room and um, and then you can begin. So the first principle, the, the C of creators is curious. So being curious, having a sense of curiosity. So Really, if you think about it, creation energy is a playful energy. Okay. And so you're going to want to be a bit spontaneous. And if you have a reputation for being a little bit on the serious side, I'll give you a tip turn off the solfeggio frequencies for a moment, or the alpha waves, or the brain entrainment. Turn that off, put on your favorite song, and just dance around like no one's watching, like you don't even care. Just shake off any kind of um, stiffness or feelings of being a grown up and just, you know, just dance and jam. Trust me, this might sound really strange. Do it, okay? And this will get you in the right energy for what you're about to do. So again, that creation energy is playful. So who is more playful than a child? So this is about being childlike and approaching the work with a sense of wonder and asking questions like, what if? Okay, this is where you can get your whiteboard or your markers and paper ready uh, to whiteboard all sorts of ideas, like leaving no stone unturned. Um, also you can mind map on, on papers. You can write words on index cards, you know, all of, all of these things I've done with my clients, with myself and just being, you know, being in that element of, Hey, things might get a little messy. I might have a ton of books strewn about, I might have a ton of index cards or post-it notes on the wall. It's okay. Okay. So here's what I want you to do. I want you, you know, with the end goal of this curiosity leading to clarity, so this is what it's all for. It's about clarity, right? So one thing you can do is create a list of everything that lights you up, everything that fascinates you from all sorts of categories. They might not even sound like they have anything to do with business at all. Okay. So, and that's okay. You know, it, it does not have to do with business. In fact, I have a list of these things and it could be anything from historical figures that who you admired books, you loved quotes. I have a whole list of, um, brain joggers so that you can write this list. Now it might not be a list that you can create in a couple of hours. This might be a list where you give yourself permission to take three or four days to do. And it it might seem like there's no purpose to it, but there is. And you always are going to find themes running through what lights you up and what fascinates you and start with you. Okay. Life's too short to be miserable in your business or to be delivering a product or a service or a message that doesn't light you up. So this is where we start, and for more of these brain joggers, go to my website, christyturley.com/slash/sparkplugs, and I have actually a ton of of spark plugs of these uh, creative uh, ways to spark innovation in a form of a guide or a video. So this is one of those spark plugs. Go to that website and also put it in the show notes. And this is the list of, of what fascinates you. So those are some good prompts. Now, another thing to be curious about are your customers, okay? And so I really – I this would take something separate, right? This would take a little bit different energy of – having customer interviews, actually asking them, why did they buy from you? Or people who didn't buy, interviewing them, recording the conversation, why didn't they buy from you? Doing a survey, finding out um, really what was missing from your product or service. What um, are their core desires? What are their results that they're looking for? What is, you know, an average day look like for them? And I also have a list of questions that you can ask your customers on that Spark Plugs page. And so you'll, you'll want to check that out as well. So overall, approaching this with a sense of curiosity, and you won't believe how many common themes that you will see running throughout your customer data, your customer interviews, you know, get them transcribed. You know, start seeing common language patterns and then looking at that list of what lights you up. So another, so the next letter is R and R stands for reframe. So this is an opportunity to reframe the who, what, when, where, why, how, and the how much, whether you look at how much as number of people or dollars. So reframing those five W's and two H's. Okay. This is going to require a perspective change. This might require you to put on a different set of glasses. Okay. It might require you to go outside of your comfort zone. In fact, it will. You might even need some outside help to serve as a catalyst. And I love doing that for my clients as well. We tend to like our comfort zone. So set yourself up so that you know you're going to be reinventing some things and reframing perspective and shedding some skin like, like a snake does to adopt a new one. So think about this. If you really wanna up-level your business, what got you here is not gonna get you there. So it does require some reframing, some repositioning, some reinvention. And when it comes to positioning or repositioning a product, service, or message, you know, everything in business, every problem in business, I believe, is due to a positioning problem. So when you change the words to describe something, You change the reality, you change the perception of that product, service, or message. So, reframe that stage is so important. You ask yourself, what can change? You know, what can be better? So, really think about that. Okay, so the next letter in creators is E for edgy. So, if it's not edgy, if it's not provocative, if it's not bold, it's a non-starter, really. So think about any title or headline or product name or service name or your podcast name or your book name. Put it through that filter. Is it edgy? If it's not, then it's, it's not getting the impact or reaching the amount of people that it really has the potential to do. So now, this goes back to the idea of a big idea. This is one of the elements of positioning is to have a big idea. It's the central theme. Like if you were writing an essay in school, this would be your thesis statement. It's the big idea. It's the reason why your business is, exists. It's the reason why you were put on this earth. If you want to get really deep about it. So Do that, and then also be edgy with the number of people that you want to reach. Be bold about the impact you want to create. Now, the next letter is accidental. A for accidental. This describes the feeling that a lot of inventors have had when they strike upon a discovery. Think about Newton and his discovery of gravity. You know, he's sitting under a tree. He notices an apple fall to the ground. And all of a sudden, no, he didn't invent gravity. He discovered gravity. And so when you're thinking about what is this product or service or message going to be, it's going it might feel accidental, like a flash of brilliance. This is what intuition is too. If you're really connected to your inner wisdom and your higher purpose and even, you know, a higher power, if you want to go in that direction as well. When you are connected like that, your intuition is so much stronger. You know, those flashes of brilliance are an everyday occurrence. And this is really what it means to be creative. You know, um, if you're not feeling creative, you might You might be a little on the disconnection side of things. And that's okay. You can always realign and come back to your center. And I'll say this too you know, when things are accidental, when it feels like an intuitive flash of brilliance, it just feels right. It just feels right. So, quick story about the name of my company. I recently repositioned, reframed my business of 16 years and I renamed it. And it was interesting because I knew I needed to rename it. Like I just, I just knew that, you know, I had evolved, our services had evolved and we needed to change. And the, the name of the company, my company is Bold Impact 42. A lot of people wonder about the 42. And here's the story about it. It was quite accidental. And uh, there's a series of events that I won't really go into in depth. Um, But I will say this, that the number 42 kept showing itself to me. Whether it was a a show I was watching where they mentioned the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy the night before. um, And then synchronicity set in and I kept seeing the a number 42 everywhere. And when I looked into what 42 meant, I found all sorts of wonderful coincidences about the number 42. And I made a list of them actually on uh, boldimpact42.com/philosophy if you'd like to take a look. But one of the best coincidences about 42 was when I discovered that when light refracts to make a rainbow or a spectrum of color it does so at precisely 42 degrees now if it's 39 degrees it'll be barely visible you might just see the red spectrum of light if light's refracting at 51 degrees you might see you might see a little bit but it's going to disappear very quickly The cool thing about 42 degrees is it represents alignment. And this is something that, you know, ask any chiropractor, right? Our backs get out of alignment from, from regular use, right? The idea of alignment is, is, is my answer to the people that are talking about authenticity and having authentic marketing or being authentic. The reason why that can rub a lot of people wrong or ruffle some feathers is because people tend to think that the opposite of authentic is being fake. Well, no one sets out to be fake. No one wants to be fake. No one's, you know, and, and when you try to avoid being fake, it can, it can sound even more fake, even though you're not trying to do that. So I really prefer the word alignment Because what we're really talking about is being in alignment with your true self and your true message so that you can shine even brighter. And that means shedding some things that aren't really you and, uh, coming more into alignment. And this isn't a one on one and done, you know, it's just like a chiropractor, you know, you, you, um, I haven't been to one in in a while, (laughs) speaking of which, but you know, one little move, you know, like let's say you're, you know, taking a run around the block, you could get out of alignment with that. So, you know, from daily use, you can get a little out of alignment. And so, um, you know, getting more and more into alignment is so important. And when you're in alignment, then you can really see the message, the clarity of the message and the product and the service that you have in front of you. And so that's really why I love, you know, the, the 42 and why it had to be part of the company name because having a bold impact, like a huge rainbow spanning across the sky has to do with aligning to what lights you up and aligning to, um, how you can meet your customer's needs. And so, um, So that's the story of 42 Degrees and why it's part of the name. And so that just felt to me on this deep level like, yes, like this is a cool story. This is something that I can incorporate into branding, into a keynote, into a book. And it felt like such a part of me. And so that's how you'll know it'll feel it'll be almost accidental it'll be synchronistic and you'll know that it's it, it's right um again like newton discovering gravity or even alexander fleming uh it, when he discovered penicillin and it changed the world so the next letter is t for tall and this is like i want you to envision yourself like a lighthouse okay and your you as the lighthouse, you're shining your light. You're helping your customers not to crash into the side of, of the cliffs. You're guiding them safely into Harbor. You don't chase after them. You don't change your message or your product or your service based upon, you know, they're out there and struggling. No, you shine your light and you are immovable in this respect. And so this is where, you know, what lights you up comes into play and letting yourself really be free. You know, letting yourself have that freedom to be you and to really allow your message to shine through your product and your service and um all the all the messaging on throughout your website and throughout your brand. So this is this is contrary to what a lot of marketing experts might be Talking about out there, and um, they a lot of these experts will talk about polls. Like you need to poll your customers, you need to survey your customers, and as I explained in the first letter, the C, it's important to do. However, it's not the end all be all, and so one example is Henry Ford. He is famous for saying, "If I would have asked my customers," what they wanted to see, they would have said faster horses. And of course we know he invented the car. So hold true to what it is that lights you up and, and the gifts that you want to bring to the world. And sometimes you might need, again, like I said, that outside help, because what people see in you, you can't see in yourself, And so I feel like we all have a lot of untapped potential. One of the biggest fears that people have at the end of their life is, um, or regrets is that they're dying with the music still in them, that they didn't live life to its fullest. And sometimes that is just out of reach where we can't really see it themselves. So please, please, you know, seek someone like myself to help you to discover that hidden brilliance and help guide you through this creation process so that you can um, find some hidden, hidden diamonds in the rough that you may not have discovered on your own. And so, yeah, this, this is about standing tall, standing tall in your truth and having those fresh perspectives and those bold ideas and putting them together and combining what really lights you up. Okay. So that's so important. Again, you don't pander to your customers. You stand tall like a lighthouse. Okay. You don't chase after them. You're still, you're still in the storm. Okay. The next letter is O for organize. Now this is where a lot of people think they need to start. Okay. This is the, the top level level of the iceberg. This is above the surface. All, everything that we've talked about to this point is all below the surface. So what's above the surface now? So O for organize. Most people again, start here. So this is where you're focused on the, the game of attraction, the name, the brand, the design, the copy, the tech, the systems. Uh, and I, I actually have something that Um, are what I call the six elements to a soulful brand. You'll notice that there's a lot of brands out there that feel like they lack soul. They feel like they lack connection. You feel like what they're saying, you know, is, is not really what they're believing. And it feels a little out of alignment, right? And so the six elements of a soulful brand, which I believe Really leads to uncopyable positioning. Are as follows. So the first one is, you know, declaring your big mission and making that first and foremost, and having that be, um, you know, huge throughout your brand, throughout your website, and everything that you talk about. You know, is is having this this big mission. Okay. Two is philosophy. Describing what you believe, what you stand for, what you stand against, this is all really important. And it's, it's very unique to you, just like your big mission. So this is, again, why it becomes uncopyable positioning. Uh, and this is really part of the soul of it, too. So three is stories. Stories. You know, your unique stories, how you created what you created, your origin story or an epiphany story where, well, kind of like the the Newton example, that's an example of an epiphany. It's like, Eureka, I figured it out. You know, you were going along one path and you had an epiphany and that led you to create uh, whatever it is that came next, the product, the service, the message. Four is structure. And we'll talk about this a little later too. As five is style. So the brand, the look and the feel. Four, the structure is is more like the systems. And we we'll, again we'll go into that a little, a little more in depth later. And then six, the customer journey. You know, what is it that um, you're putting into the customer experience to really have your brand stand out and make it feel good. It makes people feel good about themselves. It makes people feel good about your brand. So those are high level. We don't have time to go into, into them in a, in a deep level right now. But I wanted to mention it because, you know, again, O for organization or organize, you know, these are the things that people when they go and they say, you know what, I need to create new product or I, I need to jazz up my brand. They go out and the first thing they do is hire a, a branding firm or a designer or, or something like that, a copywriter. And um, a lot of times they haven't done these previous steps. They haven't done enough thinking. And so what happens is the designer, the copywriter, the branding expert ends up putting together something based on history, based upon what's been done and jazzing that up. Except we're after what hasn't been expressed yet. That brilliance you haven't yet brought into the world. And all the thinking and the strategy and the who, what, when, where, and why, and all of that, that comes before it, all the, all the, um, items that are underneath that iceberg. Okay. So then R for reach. So this is when you're off to the races. This is when you launch it and you get feedback and, you know, this is where you kind of let go of, okay, it doesn't need to be perfect in the organized phase. It's, it's reached, you know, the, the place where it's ready to launch doesn't have to be perfect. The perfection comes in getting the feedback and, um, hearing from your customers and seeing if, if what you have is a viable product. Now you need to go forward in the stage with, with power, with confidence and create momentum. And then S the last letter of creators is structure so growth requires structure think about that if you want to grow something it does require some structure otherwise it's just chaos so think about a tree and in order for a tree to grow tall it me- needs some structure it needs some deep roots and if it doesn't if it doesn't do that then it can be tossed to and fro in the wind. Someone can come up and say, "Oh, I know what you need to do to your product. You need to do X, Y, Z, or this. You need to add this to your message." And you know, you've got to, you've got to um, stand firm in those roots, and you know, have those structures to reach the number of people that you want to reach. So those structures could involve team, your team, growing your team, growing your systems, uh, marketing sales, IT, you know, having better structure with your website. So that, that brings us to the end. So that, those were the eight principles of creating a new product, service, or message and rejuvenate or rejuvenating a flat one. And I want to end with this. You know, first off, you, I encourage you to go to the website, christieturley.com slash sparkplugs and download a lot of um, free resources to help spark creativity and innovation in your business. And the last thing I'll say is this, you know, a lot of people are in a plateau in their business and they don't even realize it. And they've been going along, marching along. Everything's great. Why should I change anything? And I want to tell you that if you want to get to that next level, if you really want to create a business and a life that you love, it's going to require you to do more of what lights you up. I hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please subscribe and leave a like, comment, and or review. Every interaction, whether on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform, helps this podcast to reach more people like you. Thank you for tuning in to the Higher Genius Podcast.